Okay, let's get into Parsha's Miketz, Tav Shin Pei Gimel. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about Hanukkah as well. Um, and we start off with the Yosef coming out of uh, jail, right? We know the Perak Mem Aleph, Pasik Yudalad Yosef, when we last met him, there was no Shir last week, but Yosef, when we, uh, uh, last week he was uh, put into the, into, he was forgotten in the jail, the Saharmashkin, when the Saharmashkin was taken out, uh, he did not remember Yosef, as the, uh, the Pasik says, and Paro starts off with dreams. Right, last week Yosef has dreams, uh, and this week Paro has dreams, and all of a sudden Paro is very upset, uh, because he doesn't know the interpretation of his dreams. The Sarah Mashkim says, maskir hayom. He remembers, and uh, he tells the story, and they realize that there is a dream interpreter in jail, and they quickly bring him out of the jail. They Quickly take him up. Unkelis va'arihitohi. Rahad means to run. They caused him to run. Min beisasire. They caused him. They rushed him. Right? They rushed him out. Says the Svarno. Va'iritsuhu minabar. Kederach called to Shuas Hashem. Shena'aseis kamorega. Like all salvations. We daven and we daven for a salvation and it takes a long time. But once it happens, it could be that the last step is just going to happen. It's going to happen in a second. There's not going to be, we're going to be in the state of Gaulus, and then in a second. Yosef was in jail, and quickly, quickly, he came out of jail. Right? In a blink of an eye. That's Yuritsuhu. Ka'amro ki krova Yeshua si lavo. Like the Pazit says in Yeshayahu, that the Yeshua is close to coming. Uka'amro lu ami shomeali. Kimat oivea machnia. If my nation would listen to me, kimat, in a second, oivea machnia, the enemies would, would be, uh, subjugated. So that's what it was with with Yosef. It was quickly, it was fast. The second that he was supposed to be out of the bar, he comes out of the bar. And then the Sverno says, And that's what happened in Mitzrayim when B'nai Yisrael all came out of Mitzrayim. Ka'amru ki garshumi Mitzrayim. The dough wasn't able to rise until Klai Yisrael saw it to the revelation of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And Hashem redeemed them. So in Mitzrayim also, it was quickly. It was quickly, just like Yosef was quick, Mitzrayim was quick, V'chein Amar La'asos La'asid, and so too in the future. Ka'amro upitom. Suddenly, suddenly, the word pitom is used by Malachi describing what's going to happen in the future. I think we might have done this once or twice in the past, but something to review often, and that's the Asifa Sakanim, the Chafetz Chaim. He put together all of the Svarim and the Achronim on, on Seder Kudshim. So as a Hakdama to that, he published uh, a Ma'amar Asifa Sakanim, 12 Prakim, all about the importance of learning Kudshim and the importance of, of uh, looking forward to Mashiach and getting ready. So in the last parak there, Tzipisali, um of the Asifa Sakanim, he talks about Tzipisa Yeshua, this um, charge that we have that we're going to be asked about, Shabbos Laman Aleph. And that's what he also quotes, the same Pasuk that the Svarno quotes. Let's see, but he relates it to uh, Pasuk in the in the Torah. Says the... Says the Chavetz Chaim, uh, where it's underlined on line six. Avotzarach lezbonim im ein dvarenu. We say ani mam emuna shalema achakal abuchayim shiavo, and we say in aleinu akin akaval achaliros mehera b'severus uzecha. We say all these things, and we say lishuas chakivisi Hashem. Says the Chavetz Chaim, do we really mean it? Avotzarach lezbonim im ein dvarenu rak misafa valachutz chas v'shalom. Is it just external? Ki im beemes mitzapen anu liyeshua. If we really are hoping for it, and we're waiting with bated breath, we would prepare ourselves. In learning these halachas, meaning we have to learn all the halachas that apply to us today also, but we also have to learn the halachas that don't apply to us today that will apply when Mashiach comes. Because we're going to have to know Tumavatara, Kachim, Halachos, Halogdolos, Umarubos. There is a major area of halacha. Asher Valadas Osan It's not something that you can learn on the fly. Right? There are major areas. All the halachas of Karbanos and the halachas of Paraduma and the halachas of Machshel Kabotoma. 
all the every mesechta and zav and zavin and tumas yoledes, all of them. Vim ein anu nosim and hilchas saras. Vim ein anu nosim leiv lomot v'ladas hilchas kachim. But if we don't learn hilchas kachim, says the chafetz chaim, osi ki ein cpiasenu liyeshua bimhera amitis. Then our tzipisa liyeshua is not true, is not genuine. She'ilu kain, because if we really believed it, that achakalo b'chol yom she'yavo, b'vaday hayinu m'shtadlim, u'mizdarzim b'chalos, we would hurry and encourage ourselves, lo moda lachos ha'elu anzachos lanu, takef, b'higalo so Yeshua z'izbarach, Hashem could reveal himself, any moment. V'echlo nira v'lo nevosh, how could we not be nervous and even um, embarrassed that we're not going to know anything? Imagine knowing that there's something called Shabbos and then not preparing for Shabbos and not knowing the halachas of Shabbos. But so Vlodiro Lonevash Lemar Shekar Chasvishalam Lafanav Yisbarachu Lahaskir Od Shmo Um we say three times a day, we say Hashem, we want your glory to be revealed. It's just it's, it's a lie. Because we just say these words. But do we really want it? If the Mavasar came, if Elio Navi came, if somebody called and told us in three days Mashiach is going to come, so of course we'd be studying and learning Kachim Taras Beis Hamikdash Hayim Zdarzin Alfei Revavos Mi Yisrael Lomod Alachos Hashayachos LeKarban Ula Mikdash Right Everybody All of Klai Yisrael Yisrael Kedoshim They know it's Lomaisa They would start learning it What what, what did Jews do before Sukkot They studied the laws of Sukkot What did, what did Jews do before Pesach They studied the laws of Pesach And there are Shiurim And there are Yemei Iyun Right Klai Yisrael have all these things So says the Chavis Chaim. So we don't what so we don't have a mavasar yet. So that means he's not coming. Not just for Kohanim, Ela Afli Israelim, Kagona Khila Kadshim, Ubias Hamikdash, Shashaiak Lakulam, coming into the base of Mikdash, and Indian Karbanos, Uve Pralinian Karban Pesach, Shahivatar Baonesh Kares, Imimanamilas Oso. And Karban Pesach, for sure, it's the it's the carbon that applies to every Jew. All the great rabbis should give shiurim about this. They have to give shiurim about Shabbos and Kashras and Tarsim and Shabbat too, but also about Kachim. If we're really hoping, like we say, and we have to push ourselves. We have to push ourselves and know that this is the halachos as the Chavetz Chaim uh, continues. Uh, skip a little bit. Look on the top left now in the second column. A person shouldn't say and can't say. And we're going to see where the Svarno Pasa comes up in a minute. And what a person... Jim says that, oh, when is the Yeshua? Va'az, halo yavo Mashiach ve'elio, v'asidim ha'agalon, u'kol chalki asfekus. Right, Elio Navi, and and all of the, Melech HaMashiach, he'll explain to us all the all the halachas, and all the sfekus. So what do we have to prepare for now? Right, don't we know teku? K'mo shemuvu v'gara pamim rabos l'inin sfekus, b'shem teku. V'yomra mafarshim, she teku hu rashi tevas, tishbi yitaris kushis v'abayos. We know teku, right, all the sfekus are going to be answered. Says the Chavis how many tekus are there? I don't know, 20, 30, 50. But that's only for the sveikos, for what we don't know. But he's not going to tell us beferish rambams. He's going to explain to us all of the doubts. But what's explicit in the Pasuk, what's explicit in the Shas, we're not going to be able to ask him uh, uh, explicit psukim. He's not going to tell us the psukim. He's not going to tell us beferish gemaris. Once we know that, then he's going to tell us and answer all the sveikas, the bai the loivshitas. Only what we can't know the answer to. You should have learned it yourself, right? What does it say? Teku. Tishbi Yitarates, Kushis Vabayos. 
Doesn't say Tishbi Yelamid Kol Kachim Vitaris. No, we have to learn that ourselves. Says the Chavetz Chaim. Kamosha Amar Zichru Torahs Moshe Avi. Right, the Rambam knew this. Right, the Rambam wrote on everything because he knew exactly everything is is equal in terms of the Torah. And now we get to Pine Matzadu Bakasuv. It says at the end of the Barshas Baloscha. Vayomer Hashem Pitom El Moshe Ve'El Aaron Ve'El Miriam Su Shlashchem Alo Moed. Right, Hashem suddenly came to Moshe Aaron and Miriam to go out, and Moshe said, and Rashi quotes that Miriam and Aaron were saying, "Tzorakim Mayim Mayim, we need we need mikvah, we need uh, we need water, we need tevilah, because Hashem's revealing him to us." Why does Hashem Dafka do that? He wanted to show the difference between Moshe Rabbeinu and the other Nevi'im. And that's why Moshe always has to be in a state of ready to talk to Hashem. And he taught, he taught that to Aaron and Miriam by way of coming pitom suddenly. Moshe was correct in his decision. He never knows when Hashem is going to come to him. And whenever Hashem comes to him, he doesn't have time to go to the mikvah. So that's what pitom means suddenly without any warning. So now we get back to the Pasuk that the Svarno also quoted. It says in Malachi, Pitom Yavol Hechalo Hadon Asheratem Avakshim. Mashiach is going to come Pitom suddenly, just like Aaron and Miriam were in shock and surprise. They didn't expect it. So too, so too in our case, right? The Kivan Shai Yeshua BeGalus Kfodi Yisbrachti A Pitom Lo Yia Azman Lahachin Atzmam Lavoda. There won't be time to prepare. Vasher Alimud Azel Lo Lishavish Atayim. It's not for an hour or two. It's not like you spend a week even. Kiim Lekama Shanim. To learn Kachim and Taras properly, it takes years. And the Levim, all the rules that they have to do. Even in those days, they needed five years, as the Gemara says in Chulin. They have to prepare themselves, says the Chavetz Chaim. How could you leave this over? Again, the Chavetz Chaim also wrote the Sefer Mishnah Barah and wrote the Sefer Shemir Salashan. He doesn't say only to focus on Kachim, but we have to recognize the importance of this area of Halacha, and you get that from Pitom, and that's the Svarno. The Svarno, by Yeritzum and Abar, quickly, that Yeshua, Yosef Yeshua, happened in an instant. Mitzrayim, Yeshua's Mitzrayim happened in an instant, and Gula Hasida happened, will happen in an instant also. Bimheira v'yamenu. Okay, there's a, uh, to this um, Pasuk. And that is, Vayiritsu sounds like they rushed him. Wouldn't Yosef be rushing himself? Right? If you were in jail for so many, for years, and every day seems like an eternity, and you hope to get out earlier, and then you were forgotten. So wouldn't one think that Yosef for himself would be rushing? But it doesn't sound that way. It sounds like they rushed him. Vayiritsu minabar. Look in the Sefer Lasitcha Elyon, a um, contemporary Likud. He asked this question from David Pavarsky. What's the emphasis of they rushed him? Just say that he went to Paro. Yes, we had at the end of last week's parsha. There was a little crack in the level on the bitachon, the level that Yosef had. We say he shouldn't have done that, which we can't even fathom. That seems like proper hishtablus for us. <laughs> but on Yosef's level, you know, it was it was a, a, a little crack in the armor of perfect bitachon. But he explains here, he had a tremendous amount of bitachon. And by this time, maybe he realized that he shouldn't have done that. But either way, kasher boam shluche paro. Umizarzim also, when he's ru- rushing, they're rushing him to base paro. Thirteen years he was in the jail. Right, he was seventeen when he was taken as a, a sold, and then he got, then he, and then he was uh, in the de- in the in the jail, and then when he stood in front of Pari, he was thirty. He was far from his father. He was sitting in jail. He's pulled out. What's me derechateva? He'll rush. He'll uh, he'll lose himself. All of lismoach. The albibol hachzer piimata. His heart will miss a beat. Ulai ulachshav yitzelachavshi. Maybe I'm going to go free. But what do you see with Yosef? Shalvas hanefesh. You see, he was always calm, exactly uh, in a mature way of viewing life. Sometimes we see gdolim that are always b'shalvas hanefesh. 
doesn't matter what's what's happening. You know, it doesn't matter. They're, they're focused on their davening. They're focused on their learning. We have to rush to a car. We have to this. We have to that. We have to... No, Shavas HaNefesh. Constant shlita on their emotions. And on their... Again, it doesn't mean that they're not excited about mitzvahs. But mitzido Yosef HaYaholech Lamelech Hergelo Ekeb Sadagodal. He walked normally. He was walking normally to Paro. El HaShehem HaRitzu Lizdaris Bifnei They were rushing him. But Yosef had bitachon that this I'm going at my regular speed. Madregazu I said me godo bitchono bashemis barach shekoyim echayev hirgosh as divrei David amelach right gam kiyeda begeit salmaves lo ira kiyatoyim adi. Hakadosh Baruch Hu is always there, always there, and therefore he had shavas and nefesh. Contrast that with Paro, right? What happened with Paro in the dreams? He woke up a yigi baboker vatipoyim rucho. Rashi mitarfa ruche. Right, his head, he couldn't stop, he couldn't calm down. He was like a, like a bell. And Chazal says, He couldn't calm himself. He was in a behala. Yosef was Shavas HaNefesh. Paro was in a behala. What was Paro upset about? He was, he was the king. So he had some strange dreams. Okay, he had some strange dreams. I'll figure out what it means. The Yosem and Asim Leftorolo, so outside of Yosef Tov. Bentayim, what was he nervous and upset about? The answer is because he was Behala, right? He he didn't have the Shavas and Nefesh. When we're linked in to HaKadosh Baruch Hu in a certain intense way, then everything else is Shavas and Nefesh. Right, we mentioned in the past, Vayashkim Avram Aboker, Avram got up and he went to the Akedah. He went. Right, whether Hashkama means he got, it just means he got up early, but was he up all night before? Mustama, he went to sleep, he woke up, and, you know, he was able to, 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 to go to the Akedah. Able to go to the Akedah, B'Shavas HaNefesh. Again, he was emotional, his love for his, uh, son, Vachulu. But here too, Yosef, B'Shavas HaNefesh. And he says, maybe that also helps with Ramban's Kasha, which we'll deal with a little bit later, how Yosef, Echmana Yosef, how Yosef did not tell his father that he was alive, and he left him in a, a state of mystery, and he took Shimon, and he wanted to take Binyamin. Right? Why didn't he say? So what did the Ramban say? Yosef Haman es hakol, asa yafebito. Hashem is playing out history. Yosef understood that his dreams needed to become true, they were like Nevuah, and Yosef was just being involved in life, but allowing history to take its course. So fine, he wanted to allow the dreams to come true, but 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 how could he humanly do this? This is what Hashem wants from me. This is what I have to do in every situation in life. We have to ask, what does HaKadosh Baruch want from me now? If, if it's in a calm situation, if it's a, a pressurized situation, right, we have to know exactly. We're rushing for, uh, we're sitting in traffic and we're trying to get somewhere and we have to know. Shalvas Hanefesh. And he quotes here a number of stories of, of, uh, Rabbi Rucham Lavavitz, that he was constantly Bishalvas Hanefesh. Doesn't know what was going on around him outside. You know, but there was noise. There was, there was a, uh, there was a story of a boy who used to go out to a little makolet outside the yeshiva. He didn't want to be caught. But when, when Revirchim passed by, he wasn't worried because Revirchim was so focused. And so, um, just walking straight, not looking to the side, not being, uh, distracted by anything around. So he didn't worry that Revirchim would see him. Either way, Yosef versus Paro. We have to try to do our best to retain our spiritual equilibrium. Uh, as we go through life and recognize that Hashem Baruch who's in charge, and again being excited about mitzvahs and Torah, but uh, recognizing that inside the bitachon that we have to have and the connection we have to have. Okay, so we continue, and there are the dreams that are repeated. Paro has the dreams, and then Paro starts telling Yosef, "Ayomar Paro Yosef by Sheni Chalom Chalam to Foteri Noto." I don't have an interpreter of the dreams. But I heard about you. So I heard that you are a dream interpreter. What's the first Pasuk Yosef says? The first reaction. It's not me. It's not me. Right? Rashi's uncle says, It's from Elokim. 
Rashi ein hachachma shali. Ela elokim yane. Yitain eneha befi l'shlom paro. HaKadosh Baruch Hu might give me wisdom. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the one. And then... Again, you have the uh, interpretation. First, you have the repeat, and then Yosef says, Chalom Paro Echadu. Again, Pasachafe. Eis Asher Ho Elokim Oseh, he give the Paro. Akadish Baruch was giving you a message. And then, Pasachafes. Hu Adavar Shedibarti El Paro, Asher Ho Elokim Oseh, Hera Es Paro. Three times he mentions Akadish Baruch. Next, Pasachlamid Base. He shana Sachalom, Kinochan Adavar Meimha Elokim. What is that? Five times now. Five times. Since when did Paro have a conversation with someone and they mentioned to him, HaKadosh Baruch was giving you a message. God and God and God. Paro was the God. Leo, Leo, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the God of the Yor. And all of a sudden you have a conversation of this low life from coming up from the, uh, from the jail, this Hebrew, and he's talking about HaKadosh Baruch and God. Says Rabbeinu Bachai, this is the beginning. This is the beginning. It's amazing context that Rabbeinu Bachai puts it in. This is the beginning of the lessons of, for the Mitzrayim. It starts now, and it goes all the way, all the way through the Makkas, through Kriyas Yamsuf. Says Rabbeinu Bachai, Yadua, source number five, Kiparo va'amo rishaim ma'aminim hakadmus. Right, Paro and his nation did not believe in Hakadosh Baruch Hu. They didn't believe in Bria Saolam. No, they believe in all the different gods. Kofrim biyedia uba hashgacha ubechidush. They deny knowledge of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. They deny involvement of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Ubechidush and hamachalish b'chol yom tamid. V'haisadaitam b'kolam asim hanasim b'shvelim. Their das, their mindset was regarding all actions. In this human world, shekulam misurim lemikrim. It's all chance. It's all mikre. V'tachas memshelas kochve leches hamanhigem esolam. And it's under the constellations, right? They believed. They looked in the constellations. They believed in different, uh, different uh, star patterns. Umitokshu nimshach achara teva vaachomer v'yisod ha'afer kinirmas bishmo. And uh, since he was nimshach, it was all about nature and the world. What's the first message given to Paro? We take two of the major elements of the world. Earth and water. Earth and water, two of the elements, but two of the major yesodos. You have cows coming up from the water. And seven sheaths coming up from the dirt. Because Hashem is taking the two things that they worshipped, two of the things, the Ya'ar, the water, and the earth, and saying, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is in charge of the earth and of the water. And he, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, alluded and hinted to Sova and Rav, which is really what was in control, what they daven for, rain and plenty and famine. Right? Famine and rain are obviously coming from powers up above. And that's why we say in Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Davening, because it's the upper powers that determine which Medinos are going to have it. This was a shocking realization. Paro didn't want to internalize it. But this was, was the message. And this is what Yosef says five times. It's from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Because this is the first Emuna lesson given to Paro. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the one that's mashkiach and in charge of all the Yisodos. And he's one that that's gives satiation and hunger. And all of the constellation and the patterns in the sty. And he's in charge. Don't think anything is automatic. Don't think anything is set. There are mazalos, but the mazalos are, in charge, are not in charge. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is in charge. Of the Mazalos. And he needed to hear this Lafishaya Osa Atzmo Eloa because Paro made himself a god. The Nilus is mine. I made the Nilus. I made the Yaar. And that's why 
the water plays a role throughout. This was the beginning. The cows come from the Yar. And then the first maka has to do with the Yar. And at the end, Kriyas Yamsuf. Right? All relating to water. Yagid Meresh's Achras, Lur Mozal Mapalaso, Bitchilas Esser Makos, Shalaka Yorbadam, Vialachariso, Shazalokos Lavibemai, Mimlo Yachsar, Kimi Imiderecha Munazos. Take your water, your water that you believe in as a god, beginning, middle, and end. There are messages about this water. Waka Bemai Mida Kanegan Mida. Ubresha Yosef Yodea Munasara Azos. That's why Yosef prefaced it at the beginning and at the end. Everything. Elokim. Elokim Yane. Who Yane Shlom Paro? He's the one. It's not because of me. And this is the lesson that he is uh, teaching. The earth is a is a servant of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. The water is a servant of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. And that's why he says over and over again, as we as we pointed out, and again at the end, Umemar Elokim. La so so. This was a shock to Paro, but what was his reaction? His reaction was, okay, Yosef, you're in charge. Interesting to put in context then, to realize the Machloka says, Vayaka Melachadash, Asherloyadas, Yosef, the beginning of Shmos, is this the, the same actual king? Or is it a new king? So that's uh, also interesting in history. Did he change or did he never even, did he never even happen? So this was the beginning of the hist- of the Emuna lesson that was given to Paro and the, and the Mitzriah. So we have Yosef. Now, the brothers come down to Mitzrayim. And we have the exciting stories of Yosef and his brothers. And of course, Yosef does not reveal himself. They come down. Yaakov sends them. He does not send Binyamin. They all come in. They stand up and they bow down in front of Yosef. Pasuk Vav. Perek Membez now. Pasuk Vav. Vayar Yosef Ezechav Vayakirem. Yosef recognizes them. He speaks to them very harshly. We've come to get food. And again, they recognize him. They don't recognize him. He recognizes them. And then we have the mysterious Pasuk. He remembers the dreams. What is that doing here? Like a non sequitur. What does that, what is that poem here? And then it says, and he continues the conversation. You're Miraglim. You don't need that for the flow of the psukim. He speaks to them harshly, where you're from, we're from Canaan. He says, no, no, you're not your spies. In the middle of that, it says that Yosef recognized him, them, they didn't recognize him, and Yosef remembers his dream. So, famous question of all the Rishonim and all the Achronim, why didn't Yosef reveal himself? Why did he put the brothers through this whole charade? So let's see again the thoughts of the Sahari Alafim. I was to, to meet him last week in Chicago, Rabbi Tversky. And again, in this week, he has tremendous creativity in the following, in the following thought. So, question number one. What was his kavana? Accusing them and locking up Shimon and forcing them to bring down Binyamin, right? There was tremendous pain. What he's trying to get revenge. You can't say that about Yosef at Sadiqs. What was the kavana of Yosef? Question one. Question two. Last week's parsha, Vayeshev, Vayelchu Echav Lerosat Sonav Yim The brothers went to shepherd the sheep of their father. Rashi quotes, "What does that mean?" Leros Nakud Al S. Leroset Son Aviyim. There are dots on top of the word S. Shalohalchu Eloliros Es Atzman. They went to shepherd themselves. They really weren't going with good kavanas to take care of their father's sheep. They were going to focus on themselves. What does that mean? Number one, what was Kavana, Yosef's Kavana with not revealing himself and putting the brothers in, through the charade? Number two, what does that mean in last week's parsha that they went to shepherd themselves? Number three, now getting ready for Chan, now getting uh, related to Hanukkah. The Abu Dram quotes and others quote that the Yavadim wanted to be Mavatel three specific mitzvos: Shabbos, Rosh Chodesh, and Mila. Why dafka these three? Question three. Question four. The Medrash tells us in Bereshis, each one of those words referred to another Golus. Choshech is Golus Yavan. Because the Yavanim darkened our eyes. 
They told us that we had to write Kisvu al Kevin Ashur, we had to write on our uh horns of our oxen, Shailachem Khilak Belake Yisrael. So what what Dafka were the Yavanim trying to do? And finally, a final question. Again, question one, why did Yosef not reveal? Question two, Lirosis Atzman. Question three, why those three mitzvahs of the Yavanim? Question four, what exactly was the darkness the Yavanim wanted to give and cause on the Jewish people? Question five, the beginning of Ayatse. Why is Vayetze repeated? When a tzaddik leaves a place, it's felt. There's a roshem that's felt. Asks the sorry Alafim, what are these three elements? Ziva, Hod, and Hadar. Right, why does this Rashi say, Oseroshem? Umimasha Kaza Rashi, Shalosh Lashonos, Hoda Ziva Vahadra, Nire, Sha'afshi, and Yanamechad, even though it all means the shine, the effect. There's still a specific Havana for each of these. So what is it? So we'll start really with the last uh, question, as we'll see. Vitachin Lomar, and here's the Yisod Gadol of Life, says the Sari Alafim. Shabemes Kalmasa Vitibur of Shala Adam, Paulim Shalash Rishimos. Really, everything that we do in life has three areas that it affects. Three areas. Roshem Echad Al Adamatzma. Number one, we are affected, like the Sefer Chinuch says all the time. Acharei Pulos Nimshachos Alavavos. Each person is affected. Mitzvah goreres mitzvah. Avera goreres avera. Right? All of those will show us. Kiva shenasis avera once, twice. Hutralo. Right? Roshim echad al ha'adam ba'atzmo. Shayidei maisa v'dibur tov. Sha'osa omedaber. Through an action that we do, nishtan ha'adam l'tov. If we do a mitzvah, so we become better people. We are affected. If we do something that is not good, the opposite. Number one, every action we do in life affects us. Number two, the world around us is affected. Our close world, the distant world. Number one, Number one, I'm affected. Number two, the whole world affected. My relationship with Hakadosh Baruch Hu is affected. Right? One might say this is You could have that too, but that's he's saying it a little, in just different words. Every action I do affects me, affects everybody around me, the world, and affects my relationship with Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Says the, sorry, often those are the three Lashonas of Rashi. The influence that a tzaddik has, and when he leaves, three areas are affected. Hoda, what's hod? Pirusho haroshem biahod shegorim ha'adam, aydei maisav atovim klapei Hashem izbarach. Hodu lashem kitov. Hod hakorin min amasev atovim shalano. Hod means our connection with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Ziv that means more, bringing more godliness in the world. Ziv shining. Haroshim vaziv vazoreach umeil lesvivat social adabachal olam. Ziv is the shining that other people recognize. Hadra, hadar, right? Hidur, that's the person himself. Maybe a person himself is mahader. Hidur mitzvah. So those are the three. So when Yaakov Avinu left, right? Yaakov, Yatsi Yaakov Avinu, Yabersheva, Yachoshev. Yaakov thought he didn't realize all these three. Yaakov thought shetachlas amasim tovim shalah adam rak lahoel lahetiv adam atzmo l'svivaso l'chal olam. Yaakov realized himself, his actions affect himself and others. Achzos laolsa aldaito. He didn't realize that our actions could have an effect in shamayim to our connection with the Kaddish Baruch Hu. Sheyachol haadam hachomri b'maisav hachomriim ligram nachas ruach l'Hashem isbarach habilti balgvul. Ad until he comes and he sees a ladder. Suba Musav Artsa. It's all the way down here, but Varosha Magia Shamaima. The Hashpa of the ladder is up. Kreshbarhu says to him, Avisha Adam Mutsav Artsa. You can have effects. Magia Hashamayim. So Yaakov wakes up and says, 
Manorah, Ochen Yesh Hashem b'makom azev, anachri lo yadati. There could be Hashem b'makom azev in this world. What we do can affect Hakadosh Baruch Hu. And Hazeh, he says, Rashi Tevis is Hoda Ziva Hadra. Those three, I didn't realize it was all three. I didn't realize. Mamshech Yachav Yomer now on line nine. Ain zeh ain tachlos v'asidah rakbishol ziva v'hadra. I didn't realize it's Hazeki and Beis Elokim v'zeh Shara Shamayim. And Yaakov doesn't, di- didn't realize that, and that's what he says when he comes to the Makkah Mikdash. Good. Line 21. Hine. Now we get back to the Shvatim. Kishamachra Shvatim is Yosef. Tanu Alpitara. When the Shvatim sold Yosef, all the different Pshatim, why they sold him. Some Rishonim say, ah, oh, he was a Rodev. He was a Diltar. So they had their own, um, Cheshbonos about why he was high of Misa. But they, did they take into account all three of these areas? They just thought about themselves. Yosef won't bother us anymore. Right? He won't bother us. They'll focus on the Roshim on themselves, but not on the Roshim on the world, and not on the Roshim of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that's Rashi Shlohalchu, and Aliros, that's Atzman. They focused on themselves. So when they came to Mitzrayim, you know what Yosef was trying to do? He wanted to make sure that they were focusing on others. That was this whole charade. It was to get them to see if they would give up another brother. If they would be Mitzrayim, their father again. What would happen if I take Shimon? What would happen if I blame Binyamin? Would they focus on others? The second that Yosef sees that they're most nefesh for each other, for their father, right? Middle of the top, top of the middle column. And he was ready to give up his olam haba, remember? Anochi Erevenu, Sheyu Omei La'abed Shnei Olamos. In Lo Yachsar's Binyamin, Yosef reveals himself. Yosef reveals himself. Because that's, that's what he was waiting for. And that's what Yavon was trying to do. Yavon was trying to say, there's no connection between our actions down here and what we do upstairs. What we do. Ain't Shum Roshem Ruchani Nigar De Maisagashmi. Right? The philosopher said there's, there's God up there and there's people down here, but the, the two are separated. There's a Nituk, there's a separation between them. And that's why they focus on these three mitzvahs now in the middle. What's the three? Shabbos is about Osi Benevanechem. Right, obvious. Hashem Yisbarach and Am Yisrael. Ben Yuvein Bnei Yisrael. Right, v'chengsiv and Tashem Shabbos raglecha. Right, v'kotz la Shabbos oneg as tisanek al Hashem. Shabbos is about our connection with Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Rosh Chodesh, Mora al Haroshem sheishla maaseinu akola olam. Likvah maaseinu chadashim umoadim. Right, we are kovei the calendar, and the calendar has to do with the seasons. Through the seasons and and the shinui hateva that's based on on the calendar that we that we create, like the Yushalmi inksubis, right? That a woman who's who uh, before three years old and the ma'abed shana and bris mila is between man and, and himself. Mila masheres roshem kavu ala adam. The yivanim went and targeted these three because they wanted to say that a mitzvah has no effect. Not on the person, not on the world, not on the relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. These were the three that they were against. And that's why the um, Yosef did what he did. And that's why the Yavanim, and that's Yaakov Avinu. Amazing, putting everything together. Okay. Moving right along. There is a Pasuk at the end of the Parsha that, again, on the surface doesn't seem so exciting, but Chazal... Uh, expand upon it. And if you look in Rabbi Rabbi Bernstein's uh, relatively new sefer here, Dimensions in Chumash, he has a fascinating comment and formulation. So we have in the towards the end of the parsha when Yosef set them up and he puts the the goblet back in the um, in uh, Binyamin's sack. The pasuk says that they get very upset. Very upset. Shalom, Hashalom Avichem. Vechulu, and everybody starts opening up there, all the way at the, uh, at the end. Perak Membe, Perak, uh, Membez. Right, Vayitach, just read the Pasuk, you have it there in source number nine. Vayitach, Echad, Sako, Bamalon, Vayaras, Kaspo, Videhu, Bafiam, Tachto, their money's back in. Vayetze, Libam. 
or this is even before. I'm sorry. This is before the the Bidyamin time. This is the earlier time when they when they check and they see that their money was was put back in. They say, "What happened? What did Hakadosh Baruch Hu do?" Right? Membeis chafches mazos asa elokim lanu. So if you look in the Gemara in Maseches Tainus, right? By Bernstein points out the Gemara Maseches Tainus quotes a, a, a conversation between Rabbi Yochanan and his nephew. And he quotes it there, and I give it to you, he quotes all the Marmakomos. Rabbi Yochanan um, is talking to Reish Lakish, his son, his nephew, and he was saying the Pasuk in Mishle. Pasuk in Mishle says, the foolishness of a man frustrates his way, and yet his heart frets against Hashem. person has foolishness, and he turns to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Rabbi Yochanan says to this nephew, that's a Pasuk in Mishle. Where do you see that in the Torah? And the nephew says to Rabbi Yochanan, our Pasuk. Our Pasuk. Their hearts sank, right? They did foolishness, something happened, and they turned to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. What does Rabbi Yochanan mean by saying, right? His nephew quoted a Pasuk in Mishle, and Rabbi Yochanan says, where is that in the Torah? What do you mean, where is that in the Torah? It's a Pasuk in Mishle. What do you need to find the Pasuk in Mishle in the Torah for? Says the Rashi there, Tainus Daftes, everything in Chumash is the basis, or I say the other way, everything in Nevi'im Suvim finds its basis in Chumash. Everything in Nevi'im Suvim has an illusion in the Torah. Right? And this is the implicit uh, assumption of another Gemara that he quotes here in Yuma Daflam and Ches. Ravina says to, says to the Baal Agada, right, what is the source for that which the Rabbanans say, the Menja Zechar Tzadik Levracha? So he says, the Pasuk says, Zechar Tzadik Levracha, Pasuk in Mishle. And Rava says, but where do you know it in the Torah? So he answered, Amachasani mi Avram, Asherani Yoseh, and Avram will become a great nation. I mentioned Avram, so Zechar Tzadik, so you give him a bracha. Again, Ravina is assuming that when you have a concept in Nevi'im and Suvim, it has to be that it was earlier mentioned in the Torah. Says Ray Bernstein now, on the next page, on where it says 237, clearly, although these ideas are all contained within the Torah, there seems to be a lot of new ideas in the Nervium Exuvim, they're not necessarily readily discernible from reading the Torah itself. The Torah has many ideas, but they're not discernible. And they have to be distilled and explicated by later authorities. What's the first authority? What is the first commentary on the Torah, Nevi'im Suvim. The earliest commentary on the Torah is Nevi'im Suvim. And that's how he explains the Gemara in... And he's just expanding on that Rashi. It's Rashi and Tainas Daftes. That's really Rashi. But he gets it from our Pasuk. And that's even what the Gemara says at the beginning of Masechus Brachas, on Dafei, where it describes that Nevi'im Suvim were given at Harsinai. It didn't happen yet. How could Nevi'im Suvim be given at Harsinai? The answer is because the messages of Nevi'im Suvim were given at Harsinai. It just they might not have been known yet explicitly until later. And the Gemara also in Masechus Nedarim on Davchav base, where the Gemara tells us, Rav Ada Barabi Chanina says, if we hadn't sinned in the Egel, we would have just received the Torah and Sefer Yoshua. That's it. We wouldn't have received all the other Nevi'im Miksuvim. But one second, there are many halachas learned out from Nevi'im Miksuvim. There are many messages that we learn from Nevi'im Suvim. We would have, if we wouldn't have done the Egel, we wouldn't have violated, so then we wouldn't have been Zochet to those secrets and messages. So the answer is no. But if we wouldn't have seen the Egel, we would have remained on that level, we would have learned all those messages straight from the Torah. It's just that because we fell at Chet Egel, we needed it to be more explicated in the Nevi'im and the Ksuvim in order to be able to detect it, as he writes. The point is, had we not sinned and fallen from the exalted level, which we attained at our Sinai, we would not have needed Nevi'im Exuvim to explicate the ideas of the Torah for us. Our vision would have been keen enough to detect these ideas ourselves within the Torah, rendering the formations, formulation of Nevi'im Exuvim redundant. And that's why he says, finally, last section, that's why we find the Lashon and Chazal, Dvarim Smechim, Right? When you hear a great fart, oh, it's like Harsinai. So it's not just about, oh, the experience and the fire. But there's a clarity. There's a clarity in Harsinai that we had we, that didn't last. That's why we needed the Nevi'im and the Ksuvim. But there was a clarity that we had. 
and that's what we yearn for as well. So that's a beautiful idea. Again, you can look at it with other Marmakomos about Nevi'im and Ksuvim being the Pirish of the Torah, the first Pirish of the Torah, but you already get that from Rashi and Masechus Tainus. Okay, two more thoughts. Uh, first is getting back to the question we asked before, but it's just about Pshad of a Pasuk. Just Pshad of a Pasuk, the Hamak Dover. The Nitziv says, towards the end of the Parsha, in the conversation when Yosef asks them about Yaakov Avinu, right towards the end, Yosef says to them, how's my father doing? And he says, is he alive? And they answer, says the Nitziv, the brothers did not understand what Yosef was really asking. Yosef was not asking if he was alive. Says the Nitziv, and this is going to answer the question also of why he didn't reveal himself. Haudenuchai says the Nitziv in source 13. Right, he already implicitly knew from beforehand. Right, right, what does he say? Is he in peace? Question one. Question two, Haudenuchai. What's the second question? The second question about Chai, the brothers misunderstood. He wasn't asking if he was alive. That was the first question. Ella imhu odenu bariva chazak bagufo. Is he healthy? Is he robust? Do you think he'll be able to make the trip? They didn't realize what he was asking. Why? He wanted to bring Yaakov down. Why? As the Ramban asked. What does he keep doing this for? With with uh, the money and the gavia. The, the, the second dream already took place. The 11 stars bowed down to him. Binyamin bowed down to him. What more does he want? He was missing his father. That detail of the dream, like the Ramban says, he assumed it was Nevuah. That detail of the dream was still missing. And he thought, he thought, maybe through the Gavia, Binyamin will stay with him, which would then force his father to come down. His only doubt was, would his father be able to make it? Because if his father would be in shock and have a heart attack, when Binyamin did not come back, then the whole thing would be for naught anyway, and the dreams wouldn't come true anyway. So Yosef was trying to figure out whether he would be able to get his father down without revealing himself. And Yosef was thinking he would reveal himself then. Until he hears at the beginning of next week's parsha, if we don't go back with him, he's going to die. Yosef hears that, he says... Okay, I can't. Yosef realizes, okay, the dream, I can't have the dream come true. What do you mean, with actuality? There are two other ways. Yosef knew there were two other ways that maybe the dream was mekuyam, but he thought maybe the literal. What were the other ways? The mincha. Yaakov already sent a mincha, a present to Yosef. And the Mohammed Dover had written earlier, skip for a moment to 14, right? When he sends the Zimra Sa'ares, Kimo Evan Amakabo Preadono, sending presents to the Master, V'efshar, Shebezen Iskayim Achalom Asheni, Shashemesh Bishtachavalo. Yaakov sending presents. Maybe that was a kiyum of the Hishtachavaya of Yaakov. Or, or he says, maybe it's what he says the Pasuk later on, where the brothers bowed down again, and that was on behalf, the last couple of lines here of 13. And that was on behalf of Yaakov, not on themselves, and that also could be a kiyam. But either way, here he was asking, is he healthy enough to be able to take the news? They say no, he reveals himself. But that's the conversation that took place here, what Yosef was asking, and also why he didn't reveal himself. Let's try to squeeze in one more idea. In Yone Hanukkah from the Apirion, the author of the Kitzel Shulchan Arach, Rav Shlomo Gansfried, says the Apirion in source 15. The Gemara says, as we know, that is connected to the 20 Amos height of Hanukkah. Many Pshatim, Baali Agoda, what is this together in Chafal from Abeza Mesecha Shabbos? What is the connection between Vahabar Reikein Bomayim and the height of a Hanukkah 
Menorah. Then Agam Anochi Chalki says based on the Medrash. The Medrash says Hadudaim Nasnu Reach the flowers the Dudaim Zeruvein Shehitzlos Yosef. Based on a pasuk, the first half of the pasuk that has to do with flowers that smell good. The Gema, the Medrash Darshins Ruvein who sold Yosef. V'shal Psachenu Kol Megadim Zener Chanukah. And the second half of the pasuk has to do with Ner Chanukah. What is the connection between Ruvein selling Yosef and Ner Chanukah? Says the Apirion. We light the Ner outside by the door, by the window. And only in a place where the Ayin is Sholeit. Not above Esrim Amma. There's no other Nase like it. By other mitzvos, it is Zecher to the Nase. But here it's not just Zecher to the Nase, but it's Lafarsim Hanes. There's no mitzvah to read the Megillah in the street. There's no mitzvah to eat Matzah outside. Why Dafka Chanukah? Explains the Apirion. Line 11. V'tayma de Milsa. Yishlom al-fiyan ezdaiti ki ha-mitzvah sabos al-anisim shayu niglim u-mufursamim le'en kol. A mitzvah that is connected to a miracle that was public, that everybody knew about anyway. Kriyas Yamsuf the man. Eimena tzorach od kol kach lasos persim. You don't have to publicize it. Everybody knows about the miracle. And just remember the miracle. The Ner Chanukah. The Shemen, that was inside. Only the Kohanim knew about it. They had to be Mepharsamit. When they lit the Hanukkah candles and they told everybody, Bahalo Vahoda, the Nates of the Pachshemen, Hanes Loya Nigla Lakol. Umosa Olam for sure didn't know about it. Most of B'nai Yisrael didn't know about it. Only the Kohanim that were Mishamis in the base of Mingdash. That's why the Takon of Ner Hanukkah was to be Mepharsam, because the Nase was uh, in private. Nobody knew about it. So Nes Hanukkah, you light outside. And this is one of the midos of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, explains the Arperion. Why? Sometimes when a tzaddik does something in private, Hashem wants to be megala that to the whole world, to be able to learn from it. What happened by Ruvain? Line 20. Ruvain saves Yosef. Do we have any idea what his kavana was? Right? Gamin yano shal Ruvain. He had sarak Why did Ruvain say, let's throw him in the pit. Let's not kill him. Throw him in the pit. Really, that was to ultimately save him. Right, to save him. That's what he was trying to do. But only, only HaKadosh Baruch Hu knows the Kavanas. If the Torah, only because the Torah says that, we wouldn't have known. Just like the brothers didn't know that Ruvain was doing it for that Kavana, we wouldn't have known. That's the parallel between Ruvain and Neiris Hanukkah. Just like, what does it compare it to? A swell of flowers. Sometimes you're outside and you smell something. It's outside, but you don't see it yet when you go and you realize where the smell is coming from. But a smell is something that you can identify on the outside and it tells you what's inside. That's exactly with Neiris Hanukkah. You see it on the outside, so you know what's inside. That was Ruben's Kavana. Now the Torah says it, so we know what's inside. And that's the Dudaim. And that, he ends off by saying, that's why near Hanukkah, you need Pirsume Nisa, and it has to be Lamala Mechaf Ama, you know that from the bar. The bar that, that Ruvain threw him in, Nachashimak Rabin, but Ruvain maybe didn't know that. He was doing it for the Hatzalah of Yosef. And the goal of this holiday and this mitzvah is to be mefarsim what HaKadosh Baruch Hu has done for us. Okay, we'll have to stop here, Beth Hashem. Next week we'll get back to the regular schedule, uh, Beth Hashem, Wednesday nights, uh, of the Parsha Shir.